This is a shock podcast. I feel secure with myself. I know that what I'm asking is not too much. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And if it's too much for you, then you're not it for and me. And commitment is the bare minimum. Yeah, commitment is bare minimum. The it's label it. is the bare minimum. Literally. Exactly. We're not asking for for a ring right yeah, now. Exactly. You know, I'm so I feel like some boys get scared. It's like, yo, I'm not asking you to like ask me, you know, for my hand in marriage. For God's sake, relax. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Why Won't You Love Me? Okay, it's not that cringy. <laughs> no, today's actually not that cringy. It's I feel, moderate. Yeah, like, are we giving it the energy that it deserves? Do you want to try again? Okay, one, two, three. Why won't you love me? <laughs> Before we get into today's episode, it actually does lead into today's episode topic. Have you seen boy math? Boy math on Twitter and on TikTok. I heard about girl math. Yeah. So then there's boy math now. Oh, I don't know about the boy math. I saw only the girl math, which makes sense to me. Yeah. Like I love the girl math stuff, but like so basically, boy math is a retaliation um, of boys who are making fun of girl math, right? And then they basically went to do like. So Oof. then people started creating boy math instead. So let me give you an example of something that's like boy math. Boy math is boys who are 5'10 who say that they're 6. <laughs> boy math is boys being confused when girls in situationships want to leave, even though they asked to be in like a situationship for like two years. Boy math, huh? Boy math. Boy math is saying that women are gold diggers when you only have three socks to your name. <laughs> Boy math is being scared that women are going to use you for money that you don't have. Um, Boy math is them only replying to two out of five messages you send them. Yeah. Okay. I hate that. Oh my God. I literally hate that. Boy math is not being ready for a relationship, but expecting relationship benefits. Ooh. Ah. You know, you know when you got me when you get that eagle sound. So anyway, leading into today's episode, we're going to be talking about situationships. Why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is. I feel like this is such a heavy topic because, okay. like, situationships. Okay, like, let's give a little. Okay, to some people who don't know. Um, what situationships are, what the terminology means. It's basically when you enter a, a like sort of a relationship, but it's not a relationship. Yeah, you get all the benefits of a relationship, but without a label on it. Yeah, so you are able to date other people as well. No, some situationships are exclusive. You see, yeah, but it's honestly it's born out of a fear of commitment. Yeah, right, because they think that. Okay, so people who initiate the situationship, they tend to preface it by saying like, okay, look, I'm not looking for anything serious at the moment. <clears throat> but, but I want to do this with you. I want to take... Exactly. I want to have... Uh, I want to go on dates with you. I want to have yeah. this and stuff like that. The benefits of a relationship without having a label on it, staying with that person 
for a year or two. Yes. Three years. It could lead up to four or five. Yes, exactly. And how can you say that you're afraid of commitment when you're already committed to this person for five years without a label on it? And once the person suddenly, like, is, this is not like a guy or a girl, either one inside that situation ship decided to leave, then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to commit. No, you're too late. Quoting Jojo, it's a little too little too late. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, Nora, have yes. you ever been in a situation ship before? Of course. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, it's, it's so common in this day and age because a lot of... People in our generation, for some reason, get really scared about about that word commitment. I don't know. Maybe it's because they have this idea of what commitment means. I don't know. You want to get into my Let's story? Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was with this person, which I honestly can tell you that it's more of a relationship. So that's why I refer him to as like my ex. Same. Same. Okay. Sex. Yeah. I've been with this guy for around like two years. You were with it. You are not with him anymore. Yeah, I'm not with him anymore, obviously. Okay. I told everyone that I'm single. So this situation went on for like two years. And it started off okay because I was like, eh, okay, fine, whatever. But after a while, you develop some types of feelings. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you're not being appreciated enough. And after a while, I just, like, go on to him and say, like, what are we? Because, um... You wanted to define the relationship. I want to define the relationship because everyone keeps on asking me, oh, are you with someone and stuff like that? And it's really hard to get into the whole explaining what type of relationship that you are mm -hmm. with this person. Mm -hmm. I can't say that he's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that he's just a friend because obviously he's not just a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout the two years, how many conversations did you have with him about wanting to define the relationship? A few. A few. Okay. And what was the main reason? He was like, are you sure you want me? He's like really feeling like insecure about himself. He's trying a pity to party. A pity party at best. Okay. Do you think I'm good enough for you to be? Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> I hate this. Okay. And then just go, do you really want me? Okay, if we are, you know, this, what do you expect of a relationship would be like? What where is it heading? Of course, everybody knows that I'm dating to marry. So if I ask you, what is this? relationship of course i'm looking for the end goal which is marriage mm -hmm. so i at one point i just like blatantly tell him out loud this is what i'm looking for mind you this man oh, I, I can't say he's a man he's though. a boy he's a boy this yeah. boy like a few years older than me like a decade older than me so mm -hmm. i was hoping that he would be more mature in his age mm -hmm. like he has gained much more experiences mm -hmm. but he wasn't so i felt like i was dealing with a baby I had enough and I just like up and leave like this is what I've been telling like three times I tried to break it off when it comes to the fourth one I was just like no this is not it because I'm giving you my time I've been there for your very lows and lows and your highest highs so I already invested my life with yours so right. that made me really really like you know it it was a revelation he is not what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Because if early on, 
there's no label. He's already acting this way. Mm-hmm. And imagine if there is a label and he doesn't change because he's already used to that kind of situation. Imagine if if we did get married and he still doesn't change his his attitude and how he treats me and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it was a big revelation and I did this like a few months before like Ramadan or something like mm-hmm. that or during Ram- I don't even remember anymore. But I did this in November 20 something and I never looked back. I was like, "No. He texts me? No. No, no, no. It's really easy to get back into the whole situationship when someone that you was in a situationship keeps on texting you you have to be really bold and really strong and really strong to your feelings of you, that you want to move on so that's mm-hmm. what i did mind you during our situationship he was also talking to other girls oh it was that kind of situationship yeah. so it wasn't an exclusive one then he, yeah yeah exactly right. so i felt like worst part is okay he told me like oh we're just you know this and that and this and that mm-hmm. i know about how how he talks to other girls but he would go crazy whenever he sees like I'm going out with my guy friends. I hate men like that. Okay? Okay. So, I have this one particular friend, guy friend that I'm very close to. We're literally like, you know, really close. Mm-hmm. So, he works at the same company as my ex. So, right. there are times when I just want to see my friend because I know how I know he's not doing well mm-hmm. and he was in a depressed stage and everything. So I would surprise him at his office. Obviously mm-hmm. it's also my ex's office. So he would see that I was there and he would be like, Oh, you could come for your friend but you couldn't come and see me and stuff like that. I was like, that's different. I, I'm here for my friend. I'm always going to meet you whenever you say that you're free. Mm-hmm. And it's not great. And he would always make it a big deal every time like I'm posting a photo with a guy that he doesn't even know. There's this one post that I posted, a picture of me and my cousin, my guy cousin, mm-hmm. on story. And he would just like, oh, who's that? And I'm like... Why are you asking me? Because I yeah. don't. I don't ask you of all the girls that's been inside your phone. When you're with me, you're still texting other girls. Mm-hmm. So what's up? So that's why I really felt like you know I don't want to be in this place anymore. I decided to leave. I was better off. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Of course. And now I know what I wanted. I am a person that is is afraid of commitment. Mm-hmm. But being in that situation makes me realize that I'm afraid of commitment with men like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not the commitment itself. I'm afraid of commitment with trust people. Trust issues. Yeah, with trust issues and like people that don't deserve my time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, time is sticking Mm-hmm. When someone asks you, what are we meaning they are looking for more? You just have to be honest. So I have two questions for you. Okay. Actually. So the first question is, although he gave you all of these different reasons as to why he didn't want to label and define the relationship, what do you think the actual reason was? I, I think he was scared to say it out loud to me. At one point, he did like mention, I think he does wanted more but he was just too scared to say it out loud what was driving that fear me (laughs) what do you mean i think he was scared of me like he was scared that i don't want the same thing but i 
I bluntly said to him, like, if you don't want to be with me, then all of this is off. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, oh, but I still want us to be together. I was like, yeah, put a label on it. Then we'll mm-hmm. be together. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, okay. And he d- he, he just, just... It's like, what is so difficult him? to brain? Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. Like, he actually reached out to me a few months ago. Are you free for coffee? I want to have a conversation about us. At that point, I was already moved on. And I, I, I think I told you this. Yeah, yeah. I told I remember you this. this. Yeah. I think he's with someone else right now. Good for him. Which I wish you the best. I hope it's not a situation ship. I hope you treat this girl right, la. So my second question is, why did it take you two years to leave? What were you waiting for? What were you hoping for? What were you thinking would change? Obviously, you were expecting change, right? Yeah, I was expecting him to change. You were expecting him to one day be like, okay, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Right. Because I I saw there are times where he was good. This is something that I think people people always... The reason why people stay in a relationship, even in abusive ones, because they always focus on the few good times Mm. than the many bad times that you had. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the few good ones is the reason why you stayed. So I always remember the few good times that he took care of me. Like he really paid attention, gave me his intention. That's the reason why I stayed for two years because I know for a fact that he's actually a decent guy, Mm -hmm. but he's just not good at showing it sometimes. And I think after two years, I just got really mad that I'm not able to break that wall. You just had so much resentment. Yeah, because how can you how can you not show all these things to me? Like, like why, why not commit? Like, what yeah, is the difference? Why, why? What makes you don't want to commit to me? So at one point, I felt like, is it a me problem? Is it because I'm not worthy enough to be committed to? Mm. So, so it made you question yourself as well. Yeah, I questioned myself like, so much. Like, what am I not doing enough of yeah. to warrant you to yeah. commit to me? So, I at one point, I felt like I was a failure. I felt defeated. I felt like, oh my goodness, am I really that hard to love? And uh, yeah, at one point, I really felt that. And mm-hmm. there are moments that he wanted to say I love you, but... I think um, he was afraid that I wouldn't say it back, which I wouldn't because at one point I thought I loved him. Mm -hmm. But after all of this chaos, all of the situationship, and I finally move on, I I finally realized that I was just there for his company Mm -hmm. more than what I wanted from him. So it was quite toxic and I just feel like he deserved better. I also deserve better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the reason why I stayed for two years. Because well, they- most importantly, you deserve better. <laughs> Thanks. Right. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the whole situation ship is really crazy. Um, I don't recommend it to anyone because at the end of the day, you guys will hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. So, Yasmin, 
I already, you know, share all of my what's in my closet, my skeletons.、Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your situationship? So I did have one situationship. All right,、um, interesting. It lasted for about a year. Okay, and、um, it actually was a person that I have known for a really long time, and then yeah, it just sort of it turned romantic about two years ago, and then. It turned into a situationship, and the thing is, right? I had honestly always expected it to be labeled at some point because he always did this thing where he would lead me into this false sense of security. Okay, being like, "I will soon, I will soon." I was thinking about how I was going to ask you out, but then there was always some kind of alasan. No, I'm not ready.、Ooh. No, you know, I'm not in the right frame of mind. No, I'm dealing with a bit too much. No, I have this on my plate. No, I have that on my plate. There was always. A reason,、Something. and for a year, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. For a whole year, I was like, you know what? Maybe he is going through a lot, and I just need to be patient. See, this is this is the exact same thing. That Mad, I, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why situationships, you know, especially you question if yourself. yeah, because I was like, oh my god, like, like I need to, yeah, I need to be patient. It's like, okay, at the end of the day, like. I want him, right? So like, I tunggu lah. I will wait for however long it takes. And then after a while, I actually came across this phrase, which is the title of this episode: "Why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free?" I was doing everything under the sun for this guy. I'm telling you everything, yeah. I mean, I will not say on this podcast exactly like how far I went for him, but a lot of people in my life know. The lengths I went to for this guy, because I was under this assumption that the more I prove myself to him, the more he'll be like, "Oh, she's girlfriend material. I'm gonna ask her out soon." No,、oh, she's girlfriend material. She's wifey material. Bahaya, so dangerous. At one point, at one point, do you feel you were put at a safe keep? Like, if anything happens, she's my、uh, keeper. Oh, a hundred percent. Because、like. I knew that I was at the end of the day someone that he always turned to, someone he depended on, and because of that, unfortunately, we did end up creating this really toxic codependent environment where he depended on me for everything and could not function without me, and I was the exact same. Which that, meant it that, was a two way street. Oh yeah, it became a two way street. Yeah. Because I am prone to being codependent. Okay. Because I have an, I have an anxious attachment style, so I get anxious very easily. I get attached super anxiously. So after I think we had about four chats, I ended it. He will say something different, and the thing is, he has said something different. He has told people, which is hilarious, that he ended it. Ooh. I ended it, and I made it very clear to him. I was like, I gave you a year. I think honestly, that was the most peaceful I had felt walking away from something. Because by the end of that relationship, even though it was a year, yeah, wasn't that long. By the end of that relationship, I knew for a fact, without a doubt, I had given it my all. So I could comfortably walk away, and I could comfortably. Sleep at night, knowing that there was absolutely nothing more I could do, and nothing more I could prove to him that I am worthy of being cuffed. Basically, yeah. I said to him, I was like, I honestly feel like you've just taken advantage of me、mm. because you 
you've thought this whole time that I would always be here and that I would go to such lengths for you. Like, I would never walk away from you. Yeah. yeah. Because he would always be like, I don't deserve you. Exactly. Like, um, <laughs> you know, the things that you do for me, no one else has done that before. Like, I don't understand why you would do for me. You know, one thing, ladies, and honestly, ladies and gents, when you hear that come out of somebody's mouth, you best believe them when they say that. When they say things like, you know I don't deserve you yeah. do you really want me yeah do it's you- like then yeah damn you don't right like I was baffled honestly by it's how a diff- no 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 it's a different thing when you hear these words in a situationship yeah 100% than, than when you're in a relationship yes relationship means you just need assurance yes but situationship is like you're pity partying yeah and you just have to like lie in and be like yeah I want you it's so boring it's literally so boring so like I was so bingong bingong because for a while I was exactly like you I blamed myself a lot I was like what am I not doing enough of am I missing something like am I not doing something that that will show him like okay it's time to make her my girlfriend yeah. but then I realized later on that he had really bad commitment issues because he had a lot of things that he was struggling with that I saw during our relationship as well a lot of mental health issues and for him he always felt like a burden And no offense, yeah, he was a burden. He was a burden. I'll be super straight up with you. He was a burden because he refused to accept any form of help. And he was horrific at managing his issues. That responsibility always fell down to me. Yeah, exactly. And after a while, I was like, hang on a second. Why am I doing all of these things for someone who is honestly not sure about me? And that's the part where you just like, it just hit you, you know? Yeah. It's not it's not like su- suddenly like a big revelation or anything. Yeah. It just suddenly, it light bulbs suddenly light on. And the sick part, right, is that they get offended when you say, you obviously don't want me. Yeah. And then they're like, it's not that I don't want you. It's that I just can't have you right now. Ah! Ah, ah! Shut up. Shut up. Oh, that, it's not that about that. To- Have you ever heard of that phrase, if he wanted to, he would? Yeah. Because that is exactly it. In a situationship, if you enter it and you find yourself stuck, you need to remind yourself, if he wanted to, he, he would. would. Because honestly, when these people give excuse after excuse, it's always because there's an underlying reason why and they're just not wanting to say it. Yeah, that's the reason why it drives us crazy. Because yes. we think that, oh, it's us. Yes, it's, we, it's they, us. Yeah, we end up thinking that it's an us problem when it's not, right? Yeah, it's we're like, here is being it like, me? Yeah. We're here being like, I'm offering you this love. They need to be open to receiving it as well. Yeah. Right? So a lot of situationships end up happening because one party or both even have this fear of commitment because again that idea of commitment and what that means to that person so like my ex situationship was really he had this really strange idea of what commitment meant he always thought that committing to me meant that his responsibilities towards me had to be taken up a notch and I was like, yo, aren't we doing it already? Exactly. But a hard like, 
isn't that what we've been doing for the past year? Like, exactly. correct me if I'm wrong. Because, like, the I love you semua dah terkeluar. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? We were on the phone every single day for hours, Nora. For hours. It's not like he was doing anything. And I spent a lot of time in my room because I was just FaceTiming this guy. Oh my god. Yeah. Good morning, good night. He would always tell me where he was going. I would tell him where I'm going. Now I understand why it hit you at a year because I know how fast you go into relationship. It hit me two years because I was quite slow going into relationships. Mm. So it took me two years mm-hmm. into the situationship to realize things. Right. Like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. So for you, a year is quite long. Oh yeah, a year for me is really long. It feels like five years. Exactly. <laughs> because I'm a just I'm I guess I don't know. I'm just a really like, intense person that like, way. Like two years for me, it felt like a year. Yeah, I would not have reached two years. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. Honestly, a year was pushing it. I remember the first conversation I had about this whole like DTR thing was I wanna say Five months in? Five months in. Five months in was the first time I brought it up. And I remember the way it made me... I had doubts five months in already. Oh my god. Yeah. And then I broke up with him five months later. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. How many times do you have this conversation? Once a month. Once a month. Once a month. And then I actually, I think on the last conversation... In the last conversation that I had, I gave him an ultimatum. I was like, if in six months time... Yeah, I gave him the ultimatum... I think the first, sorry, pardon me. The first conversation I ever had with him, I gave him an ultimatum. In the five months in. Yes. I gave him an ultimatum. I was like, in six months time, because it was in December, I remember. Okay. I said, in six See, months time. How, how we always have I these. have the receipt, sister. Sister, you oh. were in December. I was in November. Yeah. <laughs> so I said to him, I was like, if you do not commit to me in six months time, I am gone. And bro... We didn't even make it to that six months. I broke up with him the month before. Ooh. So like I had that conversation in December. I was out by the beginning of May of last year. Honestly, I woke up and I felt, yes, I had a really difficult time healing from it because I felt really connected to him. Again, it was a very codependent relationship. So like it was a huge shock to me. I I hated it. I really hated it. And he also, he moved on to a different girl pretty soon after. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty soon after. Because we were essentially in a long distance relationship, relationship okay. as well, and Ooh. yeah, and that's double, yeah, it's and situationship plus long yes. Distance. So I had to deal with both. Again, by the end of it all, I knew for sure I had given it everything. everything. So no regrets, not the you know. No, the I one did not regret. Away. No, I do not regret a, sim- a single thing. And December of last year, he popped back up in my Ooh. life. I also wanted to talk to him. It's always December. I know, right? It's like, dude, it's winter. It's cuffing season, like where he is. <laughs> yeah. no, and no, no, the fact is, it's always December. It's like, oh my God, I'm coming into the new year. I probably, you know, New Year's resolution. It doesn't work. New Literally, resolution doesn't work. End of the year is cuffing season and then you have hot girl, hot boy summer. Exactly. That's literally it. So, yeah. So, he popped back up in December of last year. And around that time, we were kind of... We were like, okay, okay lah. Um, it's not that. You were yeah, civil. Yeah, we were civil. We were civil. civil. Yeah. Um, because I was like... I tried to be mature and be like, you know, like, I don't want to lose you as a friend. I don't believe in that whatsoever. But maybe that's for a different episode. But, okay. um, like, he popped back up. And I confronted him. 
I was like, I know you moved on to a different girl, like pretty soon after. So don't talk to me about commitment issues. You're not ready for this. You're not ready for that. Or, you know, all this nonsense. And he actually tried to weasel his way back into my life. Like he was like, let's meet up. Same as you. Oh my God. And I was of the exact same mindset of you of why on earth would I want to open these can of worms? I was super vulnerable around that time. I remember I nearly caved in. I nearly went because I was like, oh, I need to create closure. <sighs> right. But then I thought exactly like what you did. Lah. It's like, wait, hang on. What am I creating closure like for? For. It was nothing, right? It was nothing. It was in a relationship, right? We didn't break up. Yeah, I remember when I told you that he was, he was, he was messaging me to like meet up and talk about us. You were like, girl, girl. And I remember one of my other best friends, you know, Anis. Mm -hmm. uh, She was also like, sis, no, buang masa. No, she was, she was really at at that point. It was like, if I ever see this dude, I would literally like knock him out because you have this person that is giving everything and you're still not committed to her. What are you talking about? That's what my my friend said. And I think you also said that. Yeah, I think I literally told you like, why, why is this a can of worms you were willing to open? Like, what is the point? You gain nothing from it. Literally nothing. Yeah, and I really... I was like, thank goodness I have people in my life that told me that because mm. if I was not strong enough, I would actually like yeah. meet up. And at that point, I was like, okay, you guys are keeping me busy. You guys are taking my mind off things. And that's the reason why I still, I was like, okay, I, I'm strong enough to move on from this guy. Yeah. And I think like situationships are particularly dangerous because like you're playing with a lot of hope. So it's you being really, really vulnerable as the person who wants to be in a committed relationship, right? Yeah. And the reason, well, I mean, you shouldn't forget the reason why you walked away. It's because that person was obviously not ready to commit to you. And sometimes you, your body, it's telling you as well that he is not it for you. Yeah. Listen like why, to your body. Why, Listen to your body. Why would you get into another situation where you're literally your love, your kindness, your everything lah is taken advantage of? Yeah, and you know? you're already doing everything that you can. Yeah. It's not that you didn't try. You tried the first time. Yeah. What makes this time any different than the other like two, three times that he did? Exactly. Like, you know, it's gonna be the same thing. Exactly. This is goes with not just situationship but abusive relationships as well. Yeah. Because you you can't change the person. Only he can change himself for you. Mm. And if he well, does... Well, not even for you, but he should be f- changing for himself. Lah. Yeah, exactly. Always make sure that the person that you're with is in love with himself first, is secured with himself first mm. to make sure that you feel secure with him. Oh my God. <laughs> you can't give out love that you don't have. Yeah, exactly. And this goes to us ladies as well. Mm-hmm. Be secure with yourself as well, mm-hmm. which I feel 100% right now. Like I feel secure with myself. I know that what I'm asking is not too much. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it's too much for you, then you're not it. And me. commitment is the bare minimum. Yeah, commitment is bare minimum. The it's label it, is the bare minimum. Literally. Exactly. We're not asking for for a ring right yeah, now. Exactly. You know, I'm, I feel like some boys get scared. It's like, yo, I'm not asking you to like ask me, you know, for my hand in marriage. For God's sake, relax. Brother. I would I would literally, you know, 
out the door if it was that. But mm-hmm. it's just a relationship. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. If it does, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't work out, fine. Another heartbreak I can surely cure later on. I can heal later on. Mm-hmm. But going into rela- uh, situationships, into relationship, it doesn't often until one of the other party like realizes mm-hmm. what they've lost. True. Yeah. What are our takeaways from today's episode? Do not blame yourself yeah. when you're in this situation. Yeah. Yes, you would always have these conversation with yourself like is it me? Is it is it because I'm not worthy of being loved. I'm not worthy of being committed to. And it mm-hmm. does hurt once you end that situation. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't start a situation with the next person. He gets into a relationship with that mm-hmm. next person. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, you need to remember that it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was never you. It was yeah. always that other person. It is vice versa. This goes out to guys as well. Because I know for a fact that some guys out there are in situationships and they can't do nothing about it. Yeah. So yeah. I think the key takeaway for me is that with situationships in particular, yes, it is very difficult to get out of because it rides on a lot of hope. And hope itself is so dangerous. It's dangerous. I mean, it's beautiful in a way, but it's so dangerous in other ways, especially in a situation like this. And honestly, for me, situationships have always been a waste of time. You know, you want to be with someone who, who is willing to give you the world right who is willing to commit their time their effort their energy their love to you and is sure about you because at the end of the day you don't want to be with someone who is unsure about you yeah like you're you'd be just walking on thin ice every single day because at the end of the day you don't want to keep wondering and asking yourself you know while you're in the situationship why why won't you you love me (laughs) put a label on it already for god's sake or you can't have me why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free Free? (laughs) wow oh my god (laughs) so that was a great therapy session it was a great therapy session but (laughs) anyway we will catch you guys on next week's episode until then take care bye-bye